Welcome to Care Talk, America's home for incisive debate about healthcare business and policy. I'm David Williams, president of Health Business Group. And I'm John Driscoll. And the distracting noise in the background is still Health 2021. David, who do we have right now to talk to? Well, we're very fortunate that we have Andrew Parker. He is the founder and CEO of PAPA. What is that? Andrew, tell us more. Uh, Papa connects older adults and families to pals for companionship, assistance, and transportation. We drive people to the doctor, help them around the house, teach them how to use technology. This is like a dating thing, like Bumble, and, and I think it's just like a company or just like a neighborhood club. It's a I, little I, bit of both. <laughs> no, no dating per se, uh, but you know, lonely older people need help, and we send them someone fun to hang out with them. But that sounds kind of creepy. My eighty-eight-year-old mother, like, uh, why would she call Papa? I mean. That was my grandfather. He's gone. Like this is confusing. Like it's what? a little confusing. Uh, well, Papa started from my grandpa, Papa. Um, it does come off as a, a little bit of a dating when you when you describe it, you know, off the tongue. But um, you know, she needs someone to drive her, someone to help her, someone to spend time with her, someone to you know make her food, go to the gym with her, you know, go to go go hang out with her, go to the movies, like talk maybe about a, you, talk crap about you, maybe like maybe <laughs> Prob- a, like, probably <laughs> maybe she need, she needs a pal, maybe. She's a pal. Well, have you thought about services for 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 David? I mean, David needs needs friends. He, it's he not could just be a lost elder. Cause, though. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, not, so we do know. family support too. You know, people with children that need care too. Companionship is is the term, but it really just means support and assistance and and you know friendship. So 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 what problem are you trying to solve, and who pays to solve it? So. Really, loneliness is the kind of primary topic. Loneliness is like a universal disease. We've all felt it, unless you're a sociopath, which you know, maybe you are. But outside of that, David? outside of David, <laughs> so, you know, there's, there's one in every crowd. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'll say. <laughs> um, and uh, we're helping with social determinants. So you know, food insecurity, loneliness, isolation. If you have issues with those things, you know, your health is going to be negatively impacted. And so we pair you with someone to help with those things and be your friend. So David didn't frame it correctly, but loneliness is an epidemic and it's actually growing in every sector of society in our, in our atomized society where people are living more individually. And particularly, I got to think during COVID, but well, before we get to how you handled COVID and created COVID companions, who pays for this? COVID companions doesn't sound too good. Yeah. Um, to trademark that one before someone else grabs it. <laughs> yeah, hold on. I have my lawyer in the in my yeah. pocket at all times, ready to go. Uh, the health plans are paying for it uh, mostly, so we work but with health plans. Don't want to pay for anything. Like, so they, how, how, did, how did you get them to? I know because we sell the health plans. It's that's not an easy road because they're in the business of taking costs out and reducing costs. So why would they? Why would they? Dating companionship support loneliness, how does that become something they'd want to be willing to pay for? Well, so most of our customers there are Medicare Advantage. Uh, they're getting paid from the government to, to care for someone. And uh, there's things that they have to do to care for people and also requirements they have, much of which could be done by a non-clinical person, which we call a pal. So I think of them like ninjas. They could go into the home and observe things. They Are they involved in self-defense? They are. They have swords, and uh, they all have uh, nunchucks. But aside, you know, that's a special... Uh, yeah, kind of charge. There's a little upcharge on that one. <laughs> Nunchucks included. Um, but yeah, I think of them as ninjas because, you know, healthcare ninjas because we can identify that you're food insecure and you have fall risk and uh, they don't want to pay for things. But if you end up in the hospital with a claim because of those uh, things, you know, if we could prevent that in a proactive manner, that's fun and engaging. And members are going to sign up for the health plan uh, because of it. You know, they see a huge ROI and 
um, someone said on, on this event I was at last week uh, in Minneapolis that Papa could almost have an infinite ROI because there's so much nuance. And, uh, you know, we only in the healthcare system. Oh, no, you're not just a digital app. They have infinite ROIs. Haven't you seen the 20 plus billion dollars going into apps that have, 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 have software engineers, but no, pur- no purpose or well, no patience? And no, and no engagement. It requires both software and people. And I think that's the important part. We really use software to remove uh, the software uh, more than anything to get the person to the home that can be friendly. And it started with my grandpa who needed help, but uh, didn't need bathing. And uh, there's a shortage of bathers or home care professionals and doctors and nurses. And there needed to be a new category, and we created it. So what are these PALs like? Like what would be like a prototypical PAL? And, and how do you think John would do as a PAL? Terrible. Um, no, I'm just kidding. He, I think he'd be pretty good, I actually. Guess the thing he'd is be good that, for the Irish. I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and like you, David, I'm unqualified. So, so let, <laughs> right. let's start perfect. there. Okay, good. Uh, the perfect PAL is, is me. Uh, no, perfect PAL originally was college students, nursing students, pre-med students, someone that wanted to get into the field and learn, and they did it. But we really found it's, a, as someone uh, close to me once called them, a professionally nice person, someone that's just honest and trustworthy and got a good personality and, you know, is able to spend time with an older adult and enjoy it. And, you know, it's a mission-driven company. So, of course, you want to make money, but you also have to want to help people. It's not exactly always easy. And sometimes the situations are hairy. Our average pal right now is about 30 years old. It's uh, empty nesters, stay-at-home moms um, and dads, uh, younger people. Um, so we have about if you're an empty nester at thirty. You raised those children fast, and they flew oh, out of the house. <laughs> so John actually went middle school. I'm an empty nester right now at thirty three, but that's because I haven't started. I it, thought you know. John John would be perfect because he, he was you know he was uh, a dad at fifteen. So I think you were empty nester by thirty sounds about Got right. Started early, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just a, a really nice person, and and by removing bathing and toileting, you know. John would do it probably to hang out with the senior. Yeah. I, I, but I think that the, the loneliness thing is a big, big, I mean, it's a huge issue if you look at any metric of behavioral health. And it's true of every demographic and it's increasingly true. And it's kind of been worse during COVID. But do the, how do the health plans actually measure an ROI for an avoided cost as opposed to a, a price that was reduced or a network that was narrowed? Like, how do they? Think about that, and then let's get into kind of you know, how they value it and how you value hey, one it. One question at a time. Come on. Well, I think I just want to prepare him. I'm, Be not, a pal. I'm not like you and just take shots. That's okay. I could. I have a good memory. I could handle it all. Um, so, really, three things. One is we increase membership and retention, which they care about. Uh, two, we reduce costs generally, and three, we help with the metrics that you know they have to do, like HEDIS measures. We don't do clinical stuff, but we'll sign you up for your annual wellness visit. We'll take you to your doctor. We'll make sure that. You know, you know who your uh, assigned uh, primary care physician is. We'll get you your medicine. We'll get you your food, um, and then we look at the claims data to see if we reduce costs. So, how do you how do you actually help increase membership? Well, when uh, today are you yesterday. signing people up? Well, tell I mean, like what, what what? No, so well, no, we're not we're not signing people up for plans. But uh, right right now, we're in annual enrollment, which happens you know between October and December every year, and the health plans are super competitive. And uh, when you're going as a person to decide what you want to you'll sign your mom up for it. And they're like, oh, we have Papa. You should sign up because a pal will come spend time with her while you're busy doing podcasts. And yeah, so busy. It is. It is busy. <laughs> I know. It's, it's, I and selling it's busy and health. Like, 2021. <laughs> at least someone. We gives, just am grabbing people off the floor. <laughs> at least one some, after another. At least someone gives us credit for all the hard work that we do. And we appreciate <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, now, yeah. Well, now, there is a distinction between, I mean, the company, we're talking about it in the context of healthcare. But you've got Papa and then kind of Papa Health was added. And also, I think, with the Papa Docs. Is there a distinction between 
kind of regular Papa, yeah. Papa Health, or does it all go together? All right. So my background is in telehealth. So when uh, we wanted to think about expanding, we thought about can we add Papa Docs or Papa Doctors. We actually ended up not doing that because we realized uh, there are so many telehealth companies out there. And the complexity isn't necessarily the telehealth. Is that a dumb question on David's part? Because it yeah. sounds like he was sort of made up a category. Well, no, he, he didn't. No, it's my fault, actually, and my team's fault because we haven't removed him from the website. But uh, we looked at it, and what we do is actually we enable telehealth. Um, not our own telehealth right now, though we may do that again in the future. But whatever the health plan offers, which we enable not only telehealth, but remote patient monitoring. We just partnered uh, with Health.io. We enable on-demand transportation. We do our own transportation, but we've also partnered with Uber. Uh, which we announced yesterday, Uber Health, uh, which we're excited about. So the PALs become enablers. This is another way uh, we drive value and ROI. You know, no one uh, that's 80 years old is going to you know be able to, on their own, engage in remote patient monitoring. But with our Health IO partnership and whatever health plan is offering, we could you know teach them how to use Are it. Are you more of in. a utility connecting to a, a range of these yes. options? Yes. Or do you kind of have unique partnerships where Both. you shamelessly push? The product. Wait, Jan, John, that. when you say shamelessly, it's I think you're... like you. I think of you. I think you just kind of push, push, push. Shameless? Yeah, with your customers. I think Are you're you always still representing pharma? I think you're Are you a pharma guy? I think you're <laughs> editorializing when you say shamelessly. I think he does it. He, he pushes it in a very measured Let him speak for himself. He manner. seems like a very capable guest. He does. I'm decently capable. Uh, so it, mostly we are doing whatever the help plan uh, wants. Uh, we do have partners and, you know, that's great, but... Uh, if there is a health plan that has And a how many health plans are you now working with? So Papa works with 70 health plans. Several million wow. members have access That's to awesome. the benefit. Uh, it's a feel-good company. We have grown quite a bit. We're four years old. We have about 20,000 pals on the platform um, that support. It's a one-to-many, so one pal supports many members. How many? What's the ratio like? It's about a one to 30, one to 20, depending on the market. Um, because you know a member gets 100 or 200 hours a year, so it's a couple hours a week or couple hours a month, depending on their needs. So you basically get a budget from loneliness and help. Exactly. And we're trying to increase that budget you know, every year, yeah. part of our jobs. Yeah. So? David, is, David's, trying, David's thinking about what kind of I pal, think, how well, the pal would help him. I is was it thinking, errands? Is it, do you want to go to the movies, what's, what's, David? Well, what's interesting is we do the employer business, and we found a lot of self-support is yeah. important. You know, people you know, are there burdened. It's work from home. So world. basically, I could hire you to have me help myself? You need a lot of help. You may, I need, do need, more, that. You may need more than I a pal. I may need a palliative so. pal. <laughs> a palliative pal. You know, that's not a bad supportive. idea, actually. Hey, there we go. Yeah. yeah palliative pal. No, that's where a lot of, you know, socially, you know. In, right. In, awkward. In, yeah. I Everyone mean, yeah. needs a pal. I didn't want to use the word thing. awkward with you, David. No. But, but I, I mean. It does make me sometimes. feel uncomfortable. <laughs> but what are, I want to understand what kind of the nature of like a job path or career path for a pal. I understand it's sort of like it's a gig economy thing, but on the other hand, as you scale and as you're actually promising a service to people over a long period of time, and it's not so transactional, just like an Uber or a Lyft driver. I mean, how, how do you think about, is, is a pal somebody that's going to be with you? The company's been around four years. Is it a 5, 10, 20 year kind of a path, or is it you're always swapping out the pal and it's more the system that, that carries through the continuity? So, uh, well, first of all, we assign you a family of pals. Uh, it's like family on demand. So it's, you know, me and four others. So if I'm not available, it's one of your four others. And if I leave the system, it wouldn't negatively affect you. We want pals to stay in the system as long Sounds as like possible. Sounds like John's family. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. A lot of pals. I mean, it's a big Irish Catholic family. There's a lot of, there's a lot of pals in my family. Yeah. But they're, they're, they don't always agree with one another. So I guess they're not And they don't get paid other. and they have no yeah, choice well, to be part no, of it. No, I think, I think that the, what's interesting about Papa is that you know, if you look at a lot of healthcare systems with better outcomes with similar demographics in Europe, 
East places like Ireland or Denmark, uh, parts of France where communities are still communities and people take care of each other. And what it's, I think is really the genius of what you've done, Andrew, is you, you're injecting a little bit of community in a place that needs it. And I, I, and I, I think particularly for frail and elderly seniors, but I'm sort of shocked at the loneliness numbers um, that are kind of going up and, and they obviously exploded during COVID. How did you handle um, supporting that connective emotional tissue, the support and errands, errands that create relationships? Yeah. Uh, so during, in the middle in the mid, in the middle of a pandemic, I actually was I was snowboarding. I feel like when uh, I'm a huge snowboarder, and uh, when the pandemic happened, it all felt like it happened in like thirty seconds to me, or at least in did my did you experience. hit a tree? I didn't hit a tree, <laughs> uh, but I was on phone calls while riding. I will tell you that. Not good. Not uh, good. But then they shut don't, down the mountain. Don't and try the whole to do that. We like you, Andrew. Do not do <laughs> no, that. No, I just saw the Schumacher uh, documentary. I'm going to avoid trees from from now on. But um, what we found is, you know, of course we were sending younger people to older people's houses, like the worst business you could possibly have, but they needed help. So we did virtual visits to provide assistance from a distance, uh, which I did try to trademark, but I got denied on that yeah. one. But um, so we would go grocery shopping, we'd get them medicine, we'd, t we'd call them and we'd do virtual visits. We taught them how to use video. I mean, my background's in telehealth. I always wanted to do video, but I didn't think anyone would use it. It took a huge world-changing moment for that to also be a behavior change for for, for us, you know, our age group or, you know, your age group, and then as well, David's kind of getting old. I'm my own age group. <laughs> yeah, well, each of us seem to have different age groups here. I'm the young one, just to be clear. Yeah, um, you don't sound it, but you are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have an old voice. <laughs> no, it's a seasoned, a seasoned gravelly type voice. So what's the, <laughs> yeah. but what's the challenge here? I mean, it, it, do you become the Uber of relationships? Is that kind of the goal? Because I mean, a couple of years ago, everybody wanted to be Uber. Now everybody yeah. wants to be Teladoc. Soon they'll want, they're going to want to be health business group. It'll come soon. David. I want to be a health business group. But, but yeah. I think, but I think, you know, that was the, everybody, the, the, yeah, you go to the digital conferences, everyone would be Uber this and I don't want to be anything. I just want to help. Problems. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be any of these companies. I, I want to just, you know, help people with curated companionship. I think we're a much different marketplace as you would call it. Uh, than these other groups, it's curated. It's usually the same person. It's scheduled. It's recurring. Um, it's not a random, you know, driver. Um, these services are super important. You know, Uber, for example, we partner with, which we're really excited about. Okay, don't insult your partners. I'm not. I love them, no. and they're great. And they have use case, and we have use case, um, and that's why we're working together. It's very collaborative. So, I think of us just as a new type of healthcare system. What's interesting is back at MD Live, I used to always dream of a health system in the cloud. Uh, before most of these companies even existed in 2013. I was, this, was this related to snowboarding or the digital cloud? Uh, uh, well, I almost said snowboarding because <laughs> I, I, it's getting cold outside. <laughs> but no, people the digital were cloud. Guy, yeah. People were boarding at, I think, Arapahoe Basin yesterday. <laughs> yeah, the, the climate change is real. Sometimes it's, in short term, it's positive, I guess, in some ways. Um, but for us, it was like, how can we create a new way to deliver care. And I, it's kind of been like part of my career, delivering care in innovative ways. I did it in virtual care before, and now I'm doing it in, you know, in-person and virtual companionship. Well, it's, it's just, it's super exciting, and you couldn't be dealing with a, in a, in a world that's really, all of our relationships have been stressed. So um, thank, thanks for joining us, Andrew. Yeah, absolutely. We'll see you maybe in, in Las Vegas, although I don't know <laughs> if I want to stay too close to you out there. A little too, a little too wild and crazy. Yeah. Anyway, that's it for another edition of Care Talk. I'm David Williams, president of Health Business Group. And I'm John Driscoll, CEO of CareCentrics. Please subscribe when we will be back from Health 22. And thank you, Andrew, and thank you for educating us about a new form of healthcare. care.